0: miracles take place hallelujah signs and wonders become normal hallelujah because his presence makes all the difference amen (laughs) it makes all the difference hallelujah glory to god as we enter the word of god this morning i want us just to to um just take, take um, our Sunday faces off. Take, take the mask off. <laughs> like Dr. Morris, he always does this before he ministers. Take the Sunday mask off. Amen. Let's do this, a prophetic act. Just take the Sunday mask off. And just say, Father, I thank you. I thank you for speaking to me. Have your way in my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. The message uh today is entitled Arise, take your spoils. Hallelujah. Amen. Arise, take your spoils. I want you to tell your neighbor, arise. Take your spoils. And turn to your other neighbor and give him an attitude and put your hand on your hip and say, "Hey, I said arise and take your spoils." Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to somebody in front of you and back you and put your hand and shake your neck. Hallelujah. (laughs) And say, arise. (laughs) It's time to take your spoils. Amen. Amen. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Arise and take your spoils. If I was to give a subtitle to this message, it's attaining God's promise. Attaining God's promise. Hallelujah glory to God. Colossians chapter 1, reading from verses 9 to 23, Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9, I'm going to read on down, uh, actually all the way down to 27. Colossians chapter 1, if you'll read with me, if you're there, say amen. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9, the word says, for this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you may walk worthy of the lord fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of god strengthened with all might according to his glorious power hallelujah for all patience and long suffering with joy giving thanks to the father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation for by him all things were created that that are in heaven and that are on earth visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers all things were created through him and for him amen and he is before all things and in him all things consist hallelujah and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning of the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that of him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through, um, through the blood of his cross." And you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. Amen. If indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved, away from the hope of the gospel, which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. I now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from which God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. The mystery, which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. To them, God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of the mystery, of this mystery, among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm going to go on. We're going to read First Samuel. You can put it up on the screen. First Samuel 30. 1st Samuel chapter 30, and uh, we're going to just get into the word, but I want to share with you today some valuable keys to winning and taking your victory and taking your spoils. Hallelujah. God is looking for people who are going to do great exploits for him, and to do that, we must attain his promise. We must walk in victory. Hallelujah. We must attain victories won on all sides. Hallelujah. And many times we... We are looking at things in in such a way that we're we're under the situation and we're not on top of the situation. I want to share with you today how to be on top, hallelujah, and how to overcome, hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm reading uh, 1 Samuel 30 verses 1 to 10 and then 16 uh, almost to the end there uh, from the the new uh, modern English version it's it's a a modern English version I'm going to read it from just so you get the gist of where I'm coming from with uh the points that I'll be sharing today but it's so important that we take our eyes off of our circumstances amen and we begin to keep our eyes and put our eyes and keep our eyes on the Lord hallelujah because he's the author and the finisher of our faith And when we understand that, and when we recognize that when we look unto him, he gives us grace to finish strong. When we look unto him, we can finish strong. Without without wavering, we walk from victory to victory and glory to glory. We run and we move from victory to victory and glory to glory when we keep our eyes stayed upon him. Hallelujah. And we look unto him. Glory to God. 1 Samuel chapter 30, and we're reading from verses 1 to 10, and then from verses 16, almost to the end of the chapter, the word says, Now when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day, the Amalekites had raided the south as far as Ziklag. They had struck Ziklag and burned it with fire. They had taken as captives all the women who were there. They did not kill anyone but carried them off and went on their way. David and his men came to the city and they found it burned with fire and their wives, their sons and daughters taken captive. So David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more strength to weep in them. And now David's two wives were taken captive. Ahinoam the Jezreelites and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. David was greatly distressed for the people talked of stoning him because of all the people were bitter in spirit, each one over their sons and daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Note that. David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Verse 7. And David said to Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, please bring me the ephod to me bring the ephod to me so Abiathar brought the ephod to David and David inquired of the Lord saying should I pursue after this raiding party will I overtake them and he answered him pursue them for you will surely overtake them and will recover all will surely recover all note that hallelujah hallelujah so David went, he and 600 men who were with him, and they came to the brook Besor, which those that were left behind remained. But David pursued, he and 400 men, for 200 were, who were too exhausted to cross over the brook Besor remained behind, amen. They found an Egyptian in the field and took him to David. He gave him bread and he ate, and, and they made him drink water. And let's, let's skip down to verse 16. Let's go down to verse 16. Hallelujah. Glory to God. When he brought him down, they were spread out all over the land, eating, drinking, and dancing because of all the great spoil which they had taken from the land of the Philistines. Hallelujah. And from the land of Judah, David struck them from twilight until the evening of the next day. And no man escaped except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. So David recovered all. Notice that. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had taken, and David rescued his two wives. Now there was nothing missing from the smallest thing to the greatest, neither sons nor daughters, or plunder or anything which they had taken. David brought back all of it. Hallelujah. And David took all the flocks and the herds, which they drove before the other livestock, and they said, this is David's spoil. Then David came to the 200 men, that were and they were exhausted who followed David and and they went out to meet David and the people who were with him and when David came near to the people he greeted them then all the wicked and worthless worthless ones from the men who went with David answered and said because they didn't go with us we will not give them anything from the spoil that we have rescued except to every man his wife and children that they may lead them away and depart then David said you will not do so my brothers with what the Lord has given us, for He has preserved us and has delivered us, delivered into our hand the raiding party that came against us. And who will listen to you in this matter? Indeed, as the share is of the one going to, down to battle, so will be the share of the one staying with the equipment. The equipment they shall share equally. So it was from that day forward that he set it as a statute and an ordinance. For Israel to this day and it goes on I just want to stop there and I want us to recognize uh, what God is speaking and saying through this scripture It's, it's so important that we recognize and pick up the the points here of why David acquired victory he attained the promise because he didn't let God go on what God had promised him amen so I want to, to share with you some important keys on taking your victory. And the first one is vigilance in prayer. Notice when, when David found the city burned with fire and the, the, the families taken away and people taken away and, and so many things uh, uh, just out of, out of alignment, out of order, uh, people were ready to stone David. David didn't panic. No, notice that. He didn't panic. He said to Abiathar, bring me the ephod. Because you have to start with prayer. Amen. Prayer changes things. Tell your neighbor, prayer changes things. Hallelujah. Vigilance in prayer. Be vigilant in prayer. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man avails much. You have to be vigilant in prayer. And that's the first thing David did. Instead of panicking, instead of throwing in the towel, he, he also was weeping and mourning for his family. You can only imagine the, the situation. The whole city is burned. There's no homes. There's no food. There's nothing. Everything's burned with fire. They're coming back to desecration. They're coming back to a situation that, that looks impossible they they think maybe they they've even already killed their sons and daughters. You know, you can only imagine the situation. They don't know where the sons and daughters are. They don't know where the the the, the wives of, of his mighty men have been taken. They don't know what's going on. It 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 just looks impossible. Have you been in a situation that looks impossible? I've been there. Been there. Done that. Got the t-shirt, the cap, the cup, the the pennant, everything. Oh yeah, I've been through it. Oh yeah. I've been through it. When it looks impossible. It looks like there's no way out. It looks like the, the end. The end. Just shut the door. Just, just throw away the key. The prison is locked. You are locked in. You are locked. I've been there. Have you been there? I've been there. Been through it. Not funny when you're in it. <laughs> How many people know it's not funny when you're in it? It's not funny when you're in there. And it looks impossible. It's not funny when you're in there and everything's against you. And every circumstance looks impossible. Everything. I mean everything. From the finances to the, oh my God. Everything. Dear God, everything. All messed up. Just, up. Oh, you know, just, oh, Lord, dear God. You know, just like, Lord, really? You know, have you been there? I've been there. Been there been through it in a deep place locked up in a situation that looks impossible impossible absolutely (laughs) impossible glory to God but I thank God according to our our wonderful apostle Dr. Beggy Gomez, he states in his message on hearing God a few weeks ago he said how God leads us first of all you gotta hear God hallelujah Because God leads us through the witness of the Holy Spirit. And God leads us through inward peace. And God leads us through an inner amen. Hallelujah. The inward voice of God. Hear him first. Amen. Hallelujah. That's a quote from that message. Hallelujah. Conviction, a knowing, a confidence that rises up in you. That's how you know you've heard from God. So you have to hear God first. In that praying, take time to be still and know that he is God and hear God first before you hear anybody else before you google something before you're so quick to run to your friends or run to whoever or even uh, uh, think you can do it in your own strength run to God first, amen hallelujah the second key, uh, second part of vigilance in prayer is possessing the gates possess the gates By this, I'm talking about the gates of of your eyes, your ears, your your hearing. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? Are you allowing the right things in your gates? Are you speaking the right thing? Are you aligning what you're speaking with what should be in your situation? Or are you just speaking the negative circumstance, multiplying that? Because what you speak multiplies. Mm -hmm. Your words create. Amen. We know this. But many times when we're, especially when we're in a crisis, we can tend to forget this. Amen. And I want to encourage you. Don't speak your circumstance. Speak the word of God. Hallelujah. What is the word of God on my situation? Speak the word. Declare what should be. Hallelujah. And God will bring you through it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Possess the gates. According to Dr. Cindy Jacobs in her book, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, she states that we are in a prophetic time concerning intercession. And we need to pray that the Lord of the harvest will send laborers into the field. Many are being called up to pray who normally are not burdened to intercede. God is calling up his reserve troops. Amen. Prayer warriors. Amen. God is calling up his reserve troops. The spirit of prayer that comes upon nations and people actually constitute the birth pangs of revival. I'll say it again. The spirit of prayer that comes upon nations and people actually constitute the birth pangs of revival. Many times we're going through situations because God wants to open our eyes to what not only we're facing, but what many people, because you're not alone. There's always at least uh, 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 another multitude of people who are going through the same thing and so you need to also intercede for them hallelujah and pray them into the kingdom of god amen hallelujah pray them into the kingdom as well glory to god hallelujah and god wants us to pray for them because god wants to bring revival in the lives of his people amen glory to god and world and global revival eventually hallelujah hallelujah The second key here is apply the principle of honor. Apply the principle of honor. Hallelujah. Honor. Apply the principle of honor. Isaiah 43, if you'll put it up on the screen. Isaiah 43, reading from verse 18 to 21. Glory to God. Apply the principle of honor. Glory to God. Glory to God. Isaiah 43 and 18... Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And it goes on, but I want us just to look at that. The principle of honor. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 20. Hallelujah. Go on to verse 20. Hallelujah. The beast of the field will honor me. Notice that. The beast of the field will honor me. The jackals and the ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. Hallelujah. This people I formed for myself, they shall declare my praise. Amen. Go back to verse 20. Go back to verse 20. The beast of the field will honor me. The jackals and the ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. Hallelujah. Notice this, that the beasts of the field will honor him. In the midst of God changing the situation, you need to apply the, situ- the, the principle and the, 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 the depth of what honor is. Hallelujah. Being honoring and honorable is what God uses to cause us to be honored and causes victory to be sure. Because causes the assurance, that confidence to come, that victory is sure because we've honored God. And, and I just wanna give you an example. When it talks about the, the ostriches, the jackals and ostriches, we had a chance to go to a, 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 a game park some time back, a game reserve, and we were watching the ostriches. And I, I just wanna just put this out there because many people don't understand the principle of honor honor is something you do for yourself it's not something outward it's something It's a principle you apply from within you to release your blessings hallelujah it's a very important thing it, that, that is, comes that way from your spirit, from your heart. That's why it's important to keep your heart with all diligence. Get rid of offenses, amen. Get rid of anything that would hinder the, the pureness of your heart, being honoring and honorable before God, amen. It's important that you exercise the principle of honor. And as, as, I, as we went to this game, uh, game reserve... Uh, uh, the, the driver was pointing out the ostriches, and they uh, they make sort of a, a big nest on the ground. And of course, you know their their eggs are huge, and well, the ostrich is a big bird, so it sits. It, you know, they take turns. The mother and the father ostrich, <laughs> they take turns brooding over these eggs. Okay, so w- you know, it's just interesting to recognize honor even among the the wildlife. And, and the ostriches here, the, while the, the mother ostrich was brooding on the eggs, the father ostrich was parading around, keeping watch. And I was like, this is, this is deep. And he was like, yeah, they understand intercession. Because while the one is birthing something, brooding over the eggs, the other one is being vigilant that whatever comes, he's gonna peck it away. And those ostriches, if you know an ostrich, they got some sharp beaks and they got sharp claws. And they will deal with whatever predators, amen. And that, 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 that husband ostrich, okay, <laughs> speaks to even the family, amen. But yeah, it's quite interesting that, that the husband's supposed to take charge and take, you know, make sure. And nothing come against that family, oh yeah. And the same thing with the ostriches. They understand honor because he's honoring his wife <laughs> who's brooding on those eggs. <laughs> the female ostrich is brooding on those eggs. And and the male ostrich is making sure I'm I'm, I'm keeping guard around, around my wife and my family. Ain't nothing gonna steal them eggs. Oh no. And then we saw a jackal. Just a a, a little while down, and we heard some, some birds, these hornbill birds, uh uh just just a squawking, just upset, upset, because the jackal took one of their eggs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't get the eggs of the ostrich, uh huh, because the ostrich understood honor. They the the husband guarded the family; he wasn't letting anything come near not no jackal not no nothing because the jackal uh the the driver was like the jackal is just like the devil <laughs> he's like anyway he's a, a born again <laughs> a born again wonderful wonderful man of god <laughs> but he was like you know acquaint, acquainting just about everything we saw to the bible it was quite interesting but it, it was just deep and i was like huh yeah the jackal is just like a devil you know wanting to steal kill and destroy you know, and he took from the hornbills, but he couldn't touch the ostrich eggs. He couldn't touch the ostriches because they understood honor. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to encourage you. Walk in honor. Hallelujah. And keep the faith. Part of, part of keeping uh, and exercising the principle of honor is keeping the faith. And, that, and to, in order to keep the faith, you must walk in good order in divine order, amen, and you must have steadfast faith. That means you're standing on the word, and having done all to stand, you're standing, therefore, having on the whole armor of God. Amen. It's very important that you keep on the whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation. The breastplate of righteousness. That means nothing will hinder you. Nothing will come against your heart. No fiery dart of the enemy can penetrate because you've got the shield of faith. Amen. Guarding your your, uh, important parts, your heart and your spirit. Hallelujah. And you've got the sword of the spirit. Hallelujah. Your feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So exercise the principle of honor. The third key here is enter his rest. Once you've prayed, hallelujah, once you've heard from God and exercised the, exercised the principle of honor, then you enter his rest. Hallelujah. Enter his rest. Now, it's easier said than done, especially when a situation still looks volatile. Have you ever been in a situation that's a long fight? How many people know what I'm talking about? A long fight. Just a long, show enough, yeah, fight. Show enough, Just like, dear God, will this fight just end? Can this just end? I am so done with this. Have you been through a fight like that? I've been there. Got the t-shirt, cap and cup on that one too. You know, it's like, dear Lord, I need this fight to end. Have you been through a long battle that's a protracted battle and you got to keep the faith through that battle that's, that's what I'm talking about that's where you enter his rest easier said than done especially when circumstances don't look like they're changing have you been there you know you're in a long battle it's not just you know a week it's not just a few days it's a month it's two months it's six months You've mm-hmm. been, been there a whole six months what should have been six months? six months dear God six months Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Oh, dear Lord. And you're just like, Lord, this thing needs to end. I, I just, I'm, I, psh, I don't know if you've been there. When you've been through it, you understand. Just go, psh. <laughs> Just say, psh. Amen. Somebody say it with me, psh. Yeah, this thing is just the end. I, I'm I'm, No, I'm done with this. I'm done with this. Yeah, I've been there. And in the middle of it, that's when you feel most weary. Have you been, have you seen it? That, that, yeah. (laughs) In the midst of the middle of that thing. When it's neither here nor there. When your victory looks far. (laughs) You're like, okay, I'm seeing light at the end of the tunnel, but that tunnel is still going. Hmm, Lord, help me. That's when you enter his rest into his rest amen amen or ouch because some of us are anxious all the way through and that's why we don't see victory <laughs> because we're anxious we're all upset the whole way oh my god oh my god panicking you know oh no you got to enter his rest amen take it from me i've learned my lessons at one point anxious about certain things the lord was the lord had to rebuke me it was like what you doing And I'm like, I'm sorry, Lord. You know. (laughs) Sorry, Lord. (laughs) I'm sorry, Lord. You know. He's like, don't you be anxious. Trust me. Trust me. I got this. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, trust God. He's got this. Amen. Tell your other neighbor, give him I said, trust God. He's got this. Oh, yeah. He's got this hallelujah the bible says today if you will hear his voice harden not your hearts hallelujah labor to enter your rest we know the scripture very well i don't want to turn there in the interest of time i just want to be very quick through this because we got some things to do at the end of this message amen (laughs) hallelujah but i want to encourage you hear god first and refuse to to worry amen worry doesn't help you worry worry can make you sick Take it from one who knows. You know, worry will mess you up. So don't worry about it. Trust God. Reject anxiety. Amen? Amen. Dismiss unbelief. Amen. Amen? Dare to believe God and trust his word. Amen? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Amen? Amen? In the midst of it, trust God. Trust him that he is God. And if he is for you, who can be against you? If God is on the throne, your victory is sure. You got to trust him on that. God is, is happy and he is well pleased when we trust him. When we just say, you know what? Doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm trusting God and God... He's got he's already I know my victory is in him. So I'm not leaving him. I'm staying in him. I'm keeping my faith strong in him. I'm trusting God on this. I know he's got this. He's already got my back. He's got my he's my rear guard. He's my anchor. He's my everything. He's my protector. He is my victory. So I'm not gonna let him go until he blesses me, until my victory manifests. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. I'm not going to let him go till he blesses me. Oh, yes. Glory to God. Rebuke offenses. Refuse to be offended because offenses will, hard, will, will put stones in your heart and block you from hearing God and make confusion and chaos your portion. You don't want that. Just refuse offenses, love everybody, bless everybody, forgive everybody, just walk with like, like Joseph, that coat of many colors. I mean, he could have been mad. Joseph could have been mad. I mean, think about it. His own brothers, his own brothers. I mean, it's not strangers. This is his own brothers. Threw him in a pit, left him for dead, sold him into slavery. Okay, his own brothers. mm, mm. mm. But Joseph understood something. He was like, in order for me to get what God promised me, I got to forgive everybody. No matter what they did, I forgive my brothers. I don't like what they did, but I forgive my brothers. (laughs) Yeah, amen. Some of us don't like it. Yeah, been through stuff we don't like. How many been? I've been there. You know, been through stuff. You're like, dear God, do I need to go through this? I mean, what's this about? You know, Lord? Lord? what is this about, you know, what, what, you know, you can get all discombobulated, you know, your, your faith goes out the window, and you, you know, your, your head just gets full of the circumstances, and you just like, your head is pounding now, because you're anxious, and you're just like, dear God, I need some discipline, I need some grandpa, I need something, you know, <laughs> and I'm all stressed out about stuff, and the Holy Spirit's like, well, you just let me, let me handle this, You know, let me handle it. I can handle this. Let me handle it. You know, that's what God is saying to us, and we're just busy, stressed. You know, let the stress go. Amen. Tell your neighbor, let the stress go. Into his rest. Tell your other neighbor and give him an adjective. I said, let the stress go and into his rest. Yes, yes. Amen amen or ouch amen and then in the midst of entering his rest you gotta fear not amen 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 or ouch because i've been in i've been in situations where it's ouch boy with that one because it looked terrible at one point things oh my god it's like you know you don't even know you don't even know what on earth to say anymore You're at the end. Have you been, have you ever been? Who's been at the end of the rope? End of it, end, the end. Like, Lord, if you don't pull me up, beam me up, Scotty, because boy, I'm about to just throw this faith thing out the door. Have you been there? Because the circumstances are still looming large. There you are in the midst, still fighting through stuff. And you're like, this don't make no sense. At the end of it, it don't even add a, doesn't make sense. Have you been I've been there? Does not make sense. It makes faith, but it doesn't make sense. It makes faith, but it doesn't make sense. And you're like, I don't understand. And that's where you gotta take take the, the reasoning factor and put it at the back burner and stay in faith. Amen. I'm going to stay in faith. I'm entering my rest. God, you got this. I'm not going to stress out like unbelievers. You know, I like Dr. Creflo Dollar. He says, stop sweating like a sinner. You know, Christians need to stop sweating like a sinner. You sweat when you do, you're worried and anxious and all stressed, you know, and you got to stop sweating like a sinner and trust God into his rest. Amen. Amen. Isaiah 43, verses 1 to 5. Um, You don't have to turn there, but I'll, I'll just read it quickly. The word says, But now thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not. Notice that. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. I love that. Hallelujah. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. Glory to God. When you walk through the fire, I will be with you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt and Seba in your place. Since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored and I have loved you. Notice that. You have been honored. Why? Because you entered his rest. Mm-hmm. Notice that there's honor again. You have been honored and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. I love the word. I love the word. Fear not, beloved. Fear not. My friends. Fear not. Don't allow any fear to get you. Amen. Glory to God. Don't allow fear. It doesn't matter how terrible it might look. Fear not. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Hallelujah. Trust in the Lord. The whole heart. And you know, sometimes you need help. I don't know about you, but I've asked Holy Spirit to help me get my whole heart in that thing of rest. Because, boy, there can be a part you hold back. And you're trying to work on things yourself. Have you been there? I've been there. Trying to do stuff in your own strength. And the Holy Spirit just had to deal with me. Yeah, sometimes I'm just confessing. Yeah, you know, some time back, he had deal with me, just let this stuff go. <laughs> oh, Lord. Because, boy, I was trying to, you know, put my hands in it. And, he, and he's like, will you just stop? I'm like, yes, Lord. Okay, I'm sorry, Father. Okay, sorry. My mistake, okay. My bad, okay. Okay, yeah, fear not. And the fourth key here, declare his praise. Declare his praise. Glory to God. Once you've been vigilant in prayer, glory to God. You've applied the principle of honor. You've entered his rest, then declare his praise. Amen. Declare his praise. Hallelujah. Make his praise glorious. Hallelujah. Arise and transcend the circumstances. To arise and transcend your circumstances, declare his praise. That will bring you up and above so you can pray from above it. Amen. So you'll walk in victory above the situation. Amen. Declare his praise. I love the word because in his word, there's a depth of praise. I think David, David understood this. And as, as we saw in the story, why did God bless David? Why was David such a, an awesome king? I really believe God anointed him with such an awesome anointing as king because he was a worshiper. He understood that, you know what? No matter how it's looking, I'm going to give God praise, even if it's an anyhow praise. I'm going to praise God. He praised God even while he was watching the sheep, before he was even anointed for king. He was out there honoring his father, serving in, in the field, you know, out there in the, with the sheep, you know, doing what he needed to do, but worshiping. Because he understood, I need to declare praise. If, if, I'm going to, if anything's going to change in my life, I gotta declare his praise. To see things turn around, you need to learn to declare his praise. I'm telling you, I've proven this time and time again. I have proven this time and time again, that when you give God praise anyway, in spite of how it looks in the natural, God does the impossible. God moves and does the impossible. I I remember, you know, trusting God as some years ago when we were in between houses. And I've shared this story some time before, but just want to share it again. That when you give God praise and you lift up your praise level and you stand on the word while you're praising, you keep your faith while you're praising, God does the impossible and declare his praise. When you declare his praise, God steps in. A few years ago, we were in between houses and we were supposed to, uh, we had already paid deposits. We were about to buy a house. We were in that situation where we we're, were about to, we already packed the things, things were on the truck. We were about to move into the, the new house, already paid deposits and everything. Uh, it was an old house, needed renovations and whatever, but we just said we're just gonna move in and start fixing and all that good stuff. Well, once they saw this hue, <laughs> well, apartheid had, at that time, well, hey, I just heard from somebody today that, you know, apartheid is still in the workplace. So, you know, apartheid was still there, let's just put it that way. In, in, in the, the owners of that place. And when they saw who we were, they reneged. And we ended up in a, in a situation where we had no house to go to. We were literally stranded. Five children and stranded, not funny. At that point, Wele was was just a baby. he wouldn't remember that (laughs) but maybe sees would he was going to ir griffiths i don't know if you remember that back in the day you and chloe anyway make a long story short it was a rough time we were in between houses had no house to go to had to get this time uh what do you call this two by four place you know they they give you a certain you can stay a couple of weeks but it's one of these run down hole in the ground type places that's all we could afford I mean, even the stove was hardly working. It was so bad. It was a, one of those, dear God, get me out of this situation. <laughs> and we were in that situation for, oh my Lord, almost two months, a good two months. In the midst of all that, A, circumstances were piling up. We're paying for a place that's a hole in the ground. We're not able to get a place... Uh, every day we were out looking at houses and trying to find a house and went through I don't know how many agents trying to find a house and they were showing us all these terrible houses hey yeah you talk about rough I mean terrible houses. I mean run down the most beat up the most ugly the most yeah bad situation bad bad very bad and didn't look like it was changing and I remember I was I was, come to the end of my rope you know some of us have been there. End of the rope. End of the rope. I come to the end of the rope. And I was like, Father, what do we do now? And I, I was uh, home with Weli I remember I, 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 I was busy in the house. i just finished cooking dinner. And man, I had Weli on my back. And the Holy Spirit said, if you'll praise me now like you done lost your mind, tomorrow I'm going to give you a breakthrough concerning this house, and you're going to be in your house before the, this. The, uh, I think the end of the week or whatever it was. So anyway, make a long story short. I started praising God, and you know, you know how it is. You're praising God, but a the enemy's laughing in your ears because it doesn't look like nothing's going to change, even if you do praise God. <laughs> what's going to change up up in here? You know, it's, it was that. It was that bad. It was bad. know some people say bird you know bird i mean it's, it's 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 beyond bad it's bird you know there we were in the midst of a bird situation very bad extremely bad you know yeah looking at circumstances that that wanted to take us out and there we were and i remember we had the last little bit of money that scraped in and we were like dear lord we need a breakthrough now. We just need to move into a home and get out of this thing. And God came through. After I praised God, I had weather well, there on my back. Uh, anyway, he, he was bobbing, you know, he was still an infant, so his, his head was bobbing. I'm busy running through the house praising God, and I'm worshiping, and I'm looking all, all, all sorts of foolish. But anyway, I was giving God praise anyhow, and God, the very next day, We got a breakthrough with the real estate agent. By the end of that week, we were in our house. Praise God. Praise God. The God we serve. He is mighty. He can do anything. Even when it looks impossible. I want to encourage somebody. Don't give up your faith. Declare his praise and watch him prevail for you. Amen. Glory to God. And we see it in the story with David. The word that came to him as he prayed and as he was I really believe that, that David in the situation didn't just pray, but he praised and he worshiped God. If you can give me some poetic license, I mean, the Bible doesn't say exactly, but he, he asked for that linen ephod, and I really believe David just worshiped first. And I believe he, he was like, Every praise,
1: every praise is to our God. God, my Savior, God, my healer, God, my deliverer, yes, he is, yes, he is, God, my Savior, God, my healer, God my deliverer Yes he is, yes he is God my savior God my healer God my deliverer Yes he is, yes he is Pardon I can say.